Hi, I'm Netta, and this is Real Netta Pieces of My Heart. So let's just spend a few minutes together talking about some helpful concepts that I've gathered in little bits and pieces over the years, like decades of serving Jesus and several decades in ministry, just from regular life experiences, from reading God's word, from spending time with Jesus and growing and learning. And a lot of times it was the hard way. So hopefully you can walk away with a little tidbit of something useful that will be encouraging to you and you can apply it to your life right now. So here's a little piece for today. Are you a keep tracker kind of person? (laughs) You know, like the kind of person that really makes a note, literally in some way, of things happening in your life over time. For example, are you someone who maybe keeps notes in your phone of um, exercise routines and you notice how it increases over time or the amount of time that you ride your stationary bicycle and you keep track of it and and then that way you can look back and notice the accomplishments. Um, I'm not a super organized person by nature, I don't think, or at least I didn't think growing up. my room was a purple whirlwind. <laughs> and I say purple because I had lavender walls and purple shag carpet. Give me a break. It was the 70s. And um, purple, basically everything. And I was not necessarily organized. But both of my parents are ex- were extremely organized. And so I figure I either learned it, it's learned behavior, or eventually it came out in my DNA. <laughs> I don't know. But either way, I've learned over the years some ways to be organized and keeping lists and keeping track of things not only helps me stay organized in areas that are important to me and I'm not going to pretend I'm great at it but what it really does in some areas is it helps me notice progress it helps me be appreciative of things that I might not otherwise notice now in our last episode we were talking about how if we keep track of what God is doing in our lives, like prayer and things like that, and we make note of it, then we start seeing the answered prayer and we start noticing what God has done and how he's answering our prayers. So I'm going to give you a little thing that I do, and I want you to just take it and ask the Lord if this is something that could springboard in your life. And and you and God can set it up however he gives you the idea. But I first have to go back to my, I think it was eighth or ninth grade at the Christian school that I mentioned. And they gave us in our Bible class, this book called the 2959 plan. And it says it's a guide to communication with God. It's from a church in Florida. And I'm telling you, I have been hunting this down I still have my old one from the very early 80s. I think I probably had it in 81. And I was trying to find it. I found one on Amazon for like 30 bucks. I was like, oh, they don't they don't print them anymore. And I looked at the church and they made reference to it as part of their past on their website, which is cool. And it sounds like they still have a huge amount of powerful prayer ministries. But what this plan did was it broke up things you want to pray for. Because 
right? When we sit down to pray, we're like, oh, I should pray for this, and I should pray for this person, I should pray for this, and I'm supposed to be praying for our city officials, and I'm supposed to pray for the government, and I should be praying for our pastors, and I should. And then we get so overwhelmed, and we're like, that doesn't even cover my family. We get so overwhelmed that we don't hardly pray at all because it's too overwhelming. What this plan did was break it into days, but it also helps us understand that prayer isn't just about asking God for stuff. And maybe that's something I've learned more over the years. Of course, it's not just asking God for stuff, but it's talking to him about stuff and people and situations and our needs. Because so often the answer to the stuff that we're praying about or the situation is secondary to what God wants to do in us. And prayer is a friendship. Prayer is communication. It's talking and listening. That's why I believe so much that Bible reading has to go hand in hand with prayer in some form because that is his number one way of talking to us. And then the spirit can bring that to our minds when we're in prayer too. Um, Okay, so let me get down to the really practical things. You may notice on the little artwork um, (laughs) that is on this podcast, it shows a Bible, a kind of periwinkle colored journal, and then this little um, index card holder with the little rings in it. And it has like flowery stuff. And I had printed that off something, (coughs) excuse me, something I bought on Etsy. But that little index card is my, I guess you would call it my prayer notebook. What I do with that is this. I have a section at the very beginning, a few cards, where I have scriptures written down that God has specifically told me to pray over like my whole family or or um, scriptures I'm supposed to be memorizing. And I write down the date and I write down the scripture and I say like memorizing in 2023 or whatever. Then the first tab says daily. That daily tab has things I want to pray for every day. People I want to talk to God about every day. So that includes my husband, Chili, our kids, their spouses, our grandkids, um, whatever ministry perhaps that we're involved in and people that are co-workers with us in that. That's my daily. Each person has a card. And if there's a specific scripture that God has given me, for a specific season in their life, I write it out on there. But then any need that comes up, um, I put the date on the left side of, of the line. I put the need. And then as I'm praying for them over the days and the weeks that come, when that situation is taken care of and God has answered it, I put a little check mark and a smiley face and I write the date. And sometimes I'll squish in there if it was like a specific, really cool way that he answered it, because it's usually nothing like what we thought, then I will write it over on the far right side of that line. What that does is every time I'm praying and I'm writing down needs, I'm also super, super aware of how he has answered my prayers because it's right there. So that's daily. On Monday, I, besides the daily, I specifically pray for Chili's side of the family and I name them by name and they have their own card and I write down specific needs, especially anytime I'm talking to my sister-in-law and she says this and this are going on. I really try to right away uh, write it down 
in the Monday section in the card with her name because I, I want to remember it. And I also want to make note of when God answers that prayer. Uh, Tuesday, I specifically pray for all my side of the family. I have, I have a ton of cousins and stuff. I have them all listed out. Um, so besides my brother and his family, who I pray for regularly, I pray for um, all of my cousins and extended family and aunts and uncles, etc. On Wednesday, I have it broken down to pray for people that I have poured into, that I've discipled or I am discipling or mentored. Um, and that that's kind of a big day. So sometimes those cards, if I add someone new, they get spilled into another day, which doesn't matter. Thursdays, I pray specifically for my closest friends. Um, that's a small day. <laughs> um, Friday, I pray for missionaries and specific ministries that we are connected to and with. On Saturdays, I pray for churches, um, friends of ours who are pastors and that are in ministry. And you're like, why don't you pray for them on Sundays? Well, I do pray for them on Sundays too, but Saturdays, I don't know, our hearts and minds are getting ready. Um, then on Sunday, I pray for government officials. So I have a card for state and then one for um, federal and one for local. And um, to be honest, I haven't been very good about looking up the names of all the people. I used to have the names of all of our senators and all that stuff when we lived in Michigan. I don't do that now. I tend to lump them together, although I pray specifically for local officials because we actually know some of them now. So that's pretty exciting. But however God leads you in that. So the point of me sharing this with you is maybe this is going to be helpful for you. Maybe this will bring some structure and it'll help you not sit down and be like, oh, I'm so overwhelmed. There's all these people I should talk to the Lord about. And, and, I, and, I, and I don't even know where to start. This is helpful. And you know, as we're praying for people and we're talking to the Lord about the needs that we're aware of, he very often then will give us something to say or some way to encourage them. Or sometimes it's pointing out something in us too that he wants to do or change or an attitude in us about them even that he wants us to work on. So I just, I'm sharing this with you. Let it be um, not a form of guilt or, oh, now, now I'm feeling like I'm supposed to do something else. If this sticks in your head and you wanna do something like it, ask God how he wants you to set this up so that it's freedom and it's joy. And when you sit down and open that up, I've used three ring binders of all sizes. I used index cards. I've used all kinds of things over the years. Pick something that works for you if you know this is what God wants you to do. And then start looking back over the cards when you're praying and rejoicing at the way that God has answered prayer. And I think you'll be so surprised and you'll also be shocked at the things you may have not even noticed that he answered and now you can praise him, you can thank him and it builds our faith to continue serving him and continue praying about things. Pray without ceasing, the Bible says. And also remember that as we're praying for other people, he gives us all we need to live a godly life. Second Peter 1, 3. So thank you, my friend. And that is just a little piece of my heart. <laughs>